When he says that not to love the world, I do love this, but he's saying is don't let anything capture your affection that would cause you to lose interest in me and to kill your desire to find And so here are four reasons why we didn't do that. The first reason is this. It's because of what the world is. So when you think about the world and you see ideas, they go on. So what does Jesus mean by the world? So when we read the Bible, you can have like a physical world, right? That's the prayer. Bible talks about God creating the world and everything in it. That's how we come to this. The world can also mean humanity. You know, it's peaceful. You know, for God to love the world. But that's not the fact that we're not because he's not talking about us to hate people. And then we hate people and we're naked because he was talking about unconditional love of God, choosing us to love God and to love other people, including our enemies. And so it's not about that. So the world actually means something else here. And, it, and it's funny because in a world of existentialism, we don't see the world as just what you know, we see in the planet and what we see in humanity, and we want to ignore the spiritual truth of it. But see, that's the, the point that Jesus is trying to make. Another question is, well, there's an organized system that, that rejects and rebels against Jesus and his word. It's the philosophy of life that there is no God, and, and then he doesn't exist, and then he doesn't care, or if there is a God, and he's also condemning and wants to know good things for your life. He's talking about the ideas and concepts that shape humanity, that shape culture, the way we think about God, and causes us to reject Him, either when He offers us or His existence, or rebels against Him to do our own thing. So you can see all these ideas and people and activities and purposes. This is what Jesus is talking about in the world. That there are certain things we can believe and think inside the church. <laughs> It is completely opposite of who God is and what He wants to be. Because you don't just reject God and reject God by living in humanistic language. We can reject God and reject God by being selfish, destroyed, self-righteous, and self-righteous. And how can we do this? This elevation of self and the name of the that is more dangerous because when you do it yourself, and really let's do anything that's possible. It's a wonderful expression of the desire to love God and do His will. It's a wonderful expression. It's very serious. The God wants to do this. And if you really give this to Him, come to Him. You must love the world for all the things in the world. You must direct your God and your affection towards the things in the world. All that is in the world is not from the Father, but from the world. Jesus is telling us not to love the world because it's going in the complete opposite direction of everything that God wants to bless us with. See, all that's in the world is not from the Father, but from the world. And when we say, do not love the world or anything in the world, what he's trying to say is that if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. What did he say? You can't love the world and have a love for the Father and experience the love of the Father in your life. 
Because they're two opposite extremes. They're two different kinds. You can find love and love the world and receive the love of the world, or you can find the love of God and receive the love of God, and you can enjoy that relationship, but you can't put the two of them together. There's no such thing as blending or, or gray area in that. God is saying, do not love the world or things in the world, because if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you, he says. You can't be both. And this is why God says, don't love the world, because it's going to take you in a direction that separates you from my love. And it's going to keep you from being able to love me and reach me. The love that's in the world is not in the Bible, but from the world. And what God is really willing for us to have is a love for him. And he goes on and he says, very simply, this let love be without hypocrisy. Without acting. That's what hypocrisy means to play the part. So if you say you love God, let there not be an acting on your part, a make-believe, a person that you're trying to project that isn't really who you are. See, if you love somebody, it has to look more like affection, inward desire, and that is what you're asking, is what he's saying. And then it goes on and says very clearly, you need to look before what is evil and cleave to what is good. And so what he's saying is that, yes, there are clear lines between who you, you, you are as a person, and there are certain things in the world that are not acceptable in the life of a Christian. And he uses the word of faith. That's really, really significant for us because we live in a culture in the time where everything's unsafe. Now, when you think of the word of faith, I'm going to ask you a question here. Mistakes indicate that I have no idea that this is wrong, and I have no idea that there are bad consequences to it. I did something that is unaware. Actually, you live in a culture where you look at things as you're inviting to live in a very familiar but he doesn't leave us in that state. He says, because you have done that, and I desire greater things for you, and I love you, I want to redeem you from all of that and give you the life that I intended for you. He looks at the number just normalize it, and he says, just push it back and forget about it, and it'll go away. He doesn't want that hate to me. He says it distorts the original value. It puts it in. Anything that you look at in the Bible, God is offering something very wonderful. It is something that you can substitute. That's what people do down in the The second reason is because of what it does to us. 
and He works on our lives to be a reflection of His glory so that we are not vain in what we boast in. God works to satisfy in each and every one of us the deepest longing of our hearts, minds, and wills. God wants to give us a life that matters. But how the world feels to us draws us from that separation and expresses us. Many times have you been asking what you thought you needed in order to fully define what you're thinking? Opportunities to, to overcome the world. And then he talked about children 
even the people that are new to the faith, there are some that they already lost their, their love for God when they tried to find their way back. You've got to say that there's room for everybody in the faith. But where God is trying to take us is a position of deep open with the body. The question is, will you change to be satisfied? Will you love the family? Or will you love the living? The truth is that we have to adjust to experience the love of the family or to love the return. If you don't, to love the Lord your God and your heart or your faith. If you love your neighbor, you can love your family, you can realize the love of your family. Love your parents, you can love your children. This is the text. Here's a question that God has given us in our life. And it's because of your own time. Where's the book? The world is constantly moving. The world is just a time. But here's the thing that you can do about the world. You can constantly waste your money. You have to be temporary, open to change. To God, it's always a little bit of a because of where the world is taking you. If you look at my your pleasure found in heaven, you understand that you're missing me to choose to make it to be satisfied. If you look and think that you're missing your heaven, you're missing what you see in your life, you're missing your life, you're missing your life, you're missing your life. And if you're sick about being a good person, you're missing your life, and you're missing your life, you're missing your life, you're missing your life, you're missing your life, and you're missing your life. The teacher of the U.S. But think about it for a second. Can you really exist without a clear mind of what you should do? If you really want something, what do you feel the love that you want? If there's anything that is threatened by God, it would not be coming to mind that you would love you to love you. There's been one of the things that you can do. It's not just you. You can receive everything in the world is meant to be redeemed and forgiven to be forgiven to be Do not be conquered, or be transformed by the name of the Lord. 
Thank you. 